put you on the spot. <laughs> you did. Welcome back. Gang. The gang's all here. <laughs> that got really cringy really fast. That's why you, you do the opening. I just put you on the spot. Just, just point at you. Just <laughs> make it go. Continue. I would, I would be a terrible radio host. You got it. Continue. Welcome back to the other, my other half. Yeah, it's not the, it's my. Whatever. It's not whatever. <laughs> my other half. It's true. I am the other half. You are. I'm the like 25%. That's not half, but okay. <sighs> Close enough. Not really. That's a quarter. Yeah. So while we're here. Oh, no. And diving into marriage. It just, it just popped in my head. Oh, no. Why don't you explain to us why oh, no. you hated the 80-20 rule for so long? Because I wanted to be your 100. I didn't want there to be room for anything else. So if you guys, uh, if anyone doesn't know what the 80-20 rule is, it's basically... Where did we first see that on? We saw that on a Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry movie. Because we kind of love Tyler Perry. Uh, the 80-20 rule is basically you're leaving every person is only has about 80% of what you want is what mm-hmm. the the rule basically is. Um, there's always going to be 20% of um, not even a bad selfishness, but just selfishness because we're human, like 20%. Yeah. Uh, maybe I that, just always felt that like you don't like, or, you know, I always felt like we needed to just strive for 100 the Why po- be happy with 80? Anyways. The, I get it now. The, the point is... It took in, me a few years. In the movie, this guy leaves his wife um, for... He leaves his wife for another woman. Mm-hmm. Because she was fat. Yes. And he thought he was leaving the 20% to go to an 80%. But realistically, he was leaving his 80% mm-hmm. to go to the 20%. To where... The woman, um, which could be fine, uh, you know, like it's, uh, that's another subject in itself. Everyone deserves to be happy. Yes. Um, but the whole point is, is it's like the grass is greener on the other side kind of thing. Right. Which is really foolish. Yes. It, it's just one of those and that, it, it, it's like, obviously, by all means, anyone that listens to this, we are not professional marriage counselors or nor are we perfect or anything like that. Uh, so <laughs> by all means, if you do need, um, I don't even know why I laughed. Cause it's like, if you do legitimately need marriage counseling, by do all it. means seek professional people. We are not professionals. Nope. We're just sharing our experiences, sharing our experiences, opinions our opinions. Um, but we are not professionals. There are people that are way more qualified than we are. Um, as you probably heard in that last episode where we bickered a lot about rejection, uh, it was, uh, it's just, I think for me, like I always wanted to be 100% for you. Right. Cause I was convinced that you were 100% for me. And I thought that if you weren't 100% for me, then one of us was doing something wrong. Like we're going to fail. No. And I always try to explain to you that. I could try my hardest, but I think the whole point of it is you're trying your hardest and you can still only give 80% because mm-hmm. it's just like, 
That's all you can One do. person can't meet 100% of your no. needs. Like you have, you're responsible for your happiness for yourself yes. as much as you are responsible for the happiness of your spouse. And I think that's where it falls in, where it's like you just need a day to where it's just for you or you need time to where it's just for you or you need to... Um, you need your own like hobbies re- recharge or, yeah. yeah you know things because it's like you then can't give your 20 or not 20 you can't give your 80 percent or whatever mm-hmm. it is you can't give that when you haven't recharged back up your 80 percent um so the point is i don't know what the point was that i was going with that <laughs> but basically uh if you need marriage counseling go uh go get professional marriage counseling Yes, definitely. We're not professionals. There are people that are very qualified and spend many years doing that. There actually is a lot of, um, we'll see if we can find some maybe to put in the show notes below of some good resources or something like that that um, people can, um, if they I need it. I think that the Love Dare is a really great resource, really easy to come by. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I mean, it is Christian-based. So that might be tricky for some people who yeah. aren't Christian. Yeah, but, but I think you can still do it without it. Like if you're not a Christian, you could still yeah. do the love dare without, you know, diving into the Christian aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the love dare, um, from what I remember, is it has the action that you do that day, whether it's mm-hmm. call or what, whatever it is. And then in the same part of that day, it also gives you like a more spiritual side to do, whether it's scripture yeah. or prayer or whatever. And it's like, if that doesn't, if that's not your cup of tea, it's like, just do the action part. Um, and if it's, you know, meditation, thinking, or just leaving spiritual yeah. out altogether, just focus on the, you know, whatever that aspect or morph it into something that works for you because each marriage is so different. Yep. I agree that it's a good jumping off. Yeah, I think they're really easy because they come with like journals and Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff that you can do really easy to come by. And I think it's a great jumping off point for sure. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you really wanted to, uh, you could do it for free. Like I'm pretty sure like like they actually they have got the books at thrift stores. I was going to say and it's like I'm pretty sure they have literally the love dare list on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and if yeah, you, you really, if you really wanted to, you could put it in your phone. If you want to go even further, go to the dollar store, buy like a little, you know, um, notebook or something like that, or, you know, a little calendar or something, and then just fill in each day or, you know, spend like 10 minutes filling mm-hmm. all the things and then go through it. Because I do think filling in you journaling through the day will help. Especially if, uh, which I don't think it was in there, but it would be a good idea, especially journaling if you're having a hard time with your spouse and you did the action and maybe it just didn't even do anything mm-hmm. at all. Well, yeah, because you're not going to get a positive response from all of them not like, on if everything, you're already no. having issues. No, and, and it may be that they appreciated it, but it may be that you're still having problems. And again, I think it's a great starting off point, but it, you know your marriage and your person well enough to know your spouse that if it's to the point that it needs um, marriage counseling or serious professional help, uh, maybe 
try that first, you know, because um, it's just, you know, the love dare is good and stuff, but it's like, again, it's not a professional right. talking to you. Yep. It's the same thing. It's like working out is great and stuff, but it's like if you're at a point where you need physical help because you've gotten, you know, maybe a clogged artery or something, it's like you have to go get professional help before you can then focus on fixing the long-term stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Um, there are certain things you just can't do or you know you can't put yep. a band-aid yep. on i agree so anyways you have to do the work even yeah. when it's hard yeah so we are uh i came across a list of um nine questions to ask your spouse um so maybe we'll do like half and then we'll flip it and you can do the other half and ask me or i don't know we'll see how it goes are we both answering the questions i think we both answer them i think that's what we did last time um All right. Let's see. All right. Question number one. What are some things that you used to do that you would like to do again? And what did you most enjoy about those things? So I'm assuming it's based around things that you used to do either at the beginning. It probably could fall under both. Things that things you used to do before you were in this relationship or things you used to do at like at the beginning yeah i think it could be either honestly hmm. um i miss going to movies and stuff we used to do that a lot we don't really we haven't done that much in years because we had three kids obviously you think date nights is that <clears throat> what you mean more yeah but you know we both love cinema so we used to do that a lot um i mean that kind of falls in the category of just finding time to do dates yeah. more that is definitely something we struggle with mm-hmm. is we're really bad at that i mean we've mentioned that before but it's like um well we're both such homebodies too we both get uncomfortable i feel like we're not not necessarily uncomfortable but we're not as at ease in public spaces as we are at home yeah but i also get that um pushing healthy boundaries is probably something that we're missing yeah um why I had a meltdown before we left the house yesterday to go apple picking in 90 degree weather. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I guess it would, yeah, because it is something that would probably be um, something of mine too. Uh, Finding time because it's like, I mean, obviously some of it is going to change, especially if you have kids. And you have, you know, more responsibilities and stuff. But it's like you can still find time to um, spend more time with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not even so much just, which which we are really good at finding time to spend with each other. Almost, we just don't do it out of the house. Yeah, almost every evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least a couple hours. But um, I think even if it's once a month finding time to where um you almost it almost pushes you more i think when you have to make a plan get dressed 
for some occasion, whether it's bowling, movies, fancy dinner, whatever it is, uh, and spend money on it, I think it makes it, I don't want to say more rememberable because you're spending money, but it makes it more special, you know, because it's like, it's not something you do every night. You know, it's like, I mean, obviously there's some nights where it's like, oh my God, yeah, this movie came on uh, Netflix or came on Xfinity and we're stoked to watch it at home. Uh, But it's just like, that's cool. But it's like, again, we're not going out every evening. So it's like spending even once a month, even the cheap dates or or something, you know, to where it's um, time focused on you and it becomes a priority. Because I feel like when it's, at least in my brain, when you go out somewhere, you are, it becomes more of a priority than if you're at home. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Because if you're at home, then it's not a big deal for you to sit on your phone the whole time. There's more distractions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and there's always nights where I'm like, oh, I could do work, you know, or, um, you know, um, we need to do laundry or, you know, whatever it is. It's like all those priorities are put on hold and going out together becomes the number one priority that I think a lot of people, or at least us, I think we used to do a lot. And it's like, again, we also used to be able to be a lot more spontaneous. Right. Cause we didn't have kids or we only had one kid. Right. And it's like, so I get that changes, but still making a plan. It's almost like organized spontaneity as weird as that is it's almost like you have to make a plan to be spontaneous Mm -hmm. you know um and it's like at at least for me i think that would be fine because like have a list of a couple things um and then pick one after you've already set the time to go um or it's already a priority like you've already dropped the kids off you know and then you can pick out of the three things you want to do but each one of those things is still something you don't normally do. So it's yeah. like it doesn't really matter which one you get, you know. Um, yeah. You know what else I miss and it's super random <laughs> and I feel like you might not even agree with it. Um, th- this goes back to like being a teenager. I miss like driving around for no reason. Yeah. Like driving around with the windows down, the music like way too loud. Just driving. Just because yeah. we could. There was nothing else to do. You know? Yeah, that was fun. Right? Yeah, that was good. I mean, shoot, maybe that's a date night in itself right maybe. there. Maybe. Then I'm like, oh, all that gas. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if you're not doing it that often, you know. <laughs> that's true. All right. Uh, question two. Um, what things about your life together... Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What things about our life together make you happy? How frequently do you notice those things? These are like real thinkers, aren't they? They are real thinkers. Not even thinkers, but like I feel like I have to like eloquently word myself they're, these questions. They're a little bit more deep than like what, what color about, underwear, you know, kind of. What about our life makes me happy and how often do I notice it? Yes. Like for me, an example is... Um, like when we went to the apple orchard, it was like a two thing. It was like, um, there's moments where I realize how 
lucky we are to have three healthy kids um, being able to even afford to go mm-hmm. to the apple orchard. Um, and it's like, again, it's like, it was, it wasn't a lot of money, but I mean, it was, it was a decent amount of money that we could have either spent on groceries or, um, bills or, or anything, you know, whatever. Um, but again, there's a part of me that's grateful that the kids, they're con- they're like, they understand that we pay attention to money, but it's not their job to like worry yeah. about it. Yeah. And I am happy. And at those moments I figure out like, uh, I'm very grateful to be able to just, you know, they're like, can we get donuts or can we get Sonic on the way? And I'm like, sure, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Those are good days. And then the other part is like realizing how grateful I am because it's like, um, going to the apple orchard, with my kids, I remember going to the Apple Orchard with my grandparents. So it's like, mm-hmm. it was kind of just one of those things that you're like very grateful, you know, um, for that. I agree. Mine's, mine's kind of a two for two, but it's like, I I agree with you. I really enjoy the the days, the nights, moments, whatever. When we are all together, having a good time, nobody's fussing at each other, um, you know, we're just having yeah. fun together and not worrying about anything else. Right. I really enjoy those times. I especially enjoy, like, watching you in those times. Yeah. Because I'm creepy like that. Creeper. <laughs> um, and then I also enjoy... Um, I think I lost it. It's you. Like, I enjoy that you try to make me feel special even after like 12 years together. What do you mean? Um, like last night when we got home from the apple orchard and we were both sweaty and stinky and nasty and you attacked me in the bathroom. Like it made me feel wanted and beautiful and special, you know, even after like 12 years. And it's not always like necessarily sexual either. It's just knowing and seeing or hearing, feeling, whatever the, I'm still on your mind. You still think about me. You're still happy. Like stuff like that makes me. It hasn't become, it hasn't stayed like a nine to five job kind of thing. It's yeah. still being able to appreciate things um, and not just be a clock in and clock out kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, all right. Question number three of uh, nine things to ask your spouse. What's something you'd like to do together that we've never done go on a honeymoon (laughs) what makes it so inviting to you go on a honeymoon yeah because we've never done it yeah for you guys that um i guess we've probably never talked about it we we'll have to dive into that another time but we basically um we were 21 and we were already pregnant got married we had no money had no money no money and we um, 
We had to get an apartment over getting a honeymoon. Yes. And it was a really bad apartment. Yeah, it was. I mean, we thought it was awesome at the time, but it was, it it was not good. Mold and silverfish. Um, all right. Let me think. Something that I would like to do that we've never done before. Um, honestly, a honeymoon or, or even just like just a trip. Yeah. Uh, which again, we've done a trip together by ourselves. It's just always been to Branson, yeah, which it, is fun. And I would, I would totally do that tomorrow. It hands just, down. I would like to go to one of those trips. That's like, we go, you know, to New Zealand or we go to the Caribbean or, or something to where, mm-hmm. because I feel like we're at an age with the kids now to where COVID aside, you know, that we could, they're old enough now that they could stay for a while, you know, yeah. at, at a grandparent's house. I think the grandparents would have a harder time than the kids would now. Yep. Uh, where we were kind of waiting for that sweet spot of the kids to get old enough, which they'll still miss us, but it's not having an infant or, you know, something right. like that. Um, yeah, we just haven't, uh, I, I would like to be able to go on a trip or something like that. Yeah. All right. Let me, uh, let me read another one. Question number four. What was the last thing that you, what was the last thing I did for you that you really enjoyed? What made it so pleasant for you? The last thing you did for me that I really enjoyed. Um... Trying to think of something that's not sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. What's something that I did for you that you really enjoyed that was not sexual? Um, When I said I wanted to go to the thrift store and you didn't give me crap about it. And you were just like, go, I'll I'll keep the kids. Oh, okay. That was really nice. And yesterday was really nice going to the orchard. It's not something we do very often. Um, honestly, it sounds really silly, but on days like today where I, you know that I'm backed up on things and I've got to get work done, um, like knowing that, you know, I want to spend time being lazy on my day off, but I need to get work done and not having you constantly nag me. <laughs> honestly, it, it, it makes, it makes me burn through it faster yeah um well, i try not to nag you too much and and you don't it, it's like uh it's just knowing that you know i have to get it done it's just it just is what it is um you know that i'm not spending you're not like trying to escape from yes us and stuff like yeah, that you're yeah. i'm not coming up here and watching yeah. netflix and stuff so, like i'm i'm trying to get the work done to be able to enjoy time with our kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. One more and then we'll uh, take a break real quick. All right. Question number five of uh, nine things to ask your spouse. All right. Which of our couple friends or acquaintances do you admire the most? What is it about the relationship that impresses you? Um, That's a thinker right there. Um, um we don't have a whole lot of uh, couple friends much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Let's flip that. What is the one thing? Or as I say, we could say Amber and Cody because they kind of have yeah. the same lifestyle. Yeah. As we do. Honestly, the one thing that uh, I admire about them is the same thing that they kind of, I feel like they're in the same boat uh, to where um, 
like she it's the same thing that I was just talking about where it's like she sees that he's got to get something done mm-hmm. but now at the same time they're in a place uh, at least from the outside that I can see uh, to where she can um, they're able to do to where now she's doing some stuff too yep um, and it's the it's the same thing it's like um, they both are making sacrifices back and bo- back and forth um, but they're both super stoked to see each other be you know successfully Mm -hmm. making it stuff like that and they're so they're just like so good with words like they're so inspirational like they should be um motivational speakers like cody is a motivational speaker i i'm thinking of like the ones that like pack out like conference rooms and get paid like you know what i mean i'm pretty sure cody could have done that before covid i mean now I just my brain's still yeah, not you, there. I, I mean, he he did a couple uh, big old talks I don't know of, but at the same time, you also got to think. Like, I don't know. They're we're just like opposite scale, like of kind of type of couples. Like they're so like like I think my favorite thing Amber's ever done on her YouTube is when she talked about something that Cody talked about. Yeah. Which was, this is hard, but I'm doing it. And I think yeah. about that all the time now. Like, because they both quoted that. And right. it's so good. And it's so powerful, but simple. Which is why I say, like, they should be motivational speakers. Because it's like, right. that phrase is so burned into my mind now. Well, it's even that. But, I mean, I was th- like, they're so, like, uplifting. And me and you were just like, yeah, whatever. We'll go with it. Like, <laughs> the, you know. Uh, I-, I think what, what, uh clicks with them so much is not even that um they fall into the motivational speaker category it's that they genuinely live it yeah you know so it's not even like you know hey be happy do this stuff or you know try this it'll help you out and then they don't do it they like either try it hate it and Mm -hmm. then give you your experience or they found something that genuinely works, and that's what they're saying. I was going to say one of the things that is amazing and a lot of people don't realize is, uh, like with the YouTube stuff, it's like when you're getting a couple thousand video or thousand views of video, and he's now doing stuff daily. Again. That's way more than a venue. Yeah, that's true. In a week. Like, yeah. In a week. It is a lot. And depending just, on the my video. My is just forever stuck in like the 90s. So. Oh, that's true. I mean, hit those uh, cassette tapes. Yeah. VHS, roll it, 80s. I mean, mine was mixed CDs. They weren't mixed tapes, but... That's true. So maybe I'm early 2000s. That's where I'm stuck. Or the 2010s? I don't know. No, not 2010s, because we were married in the 2010s. So the early 2000s. Sure. All right, we're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be... uh, Um, We didn't explain who Cody and Amber were. We'll explain. we should get that... We'll explain when we get back. Plug that in. We'll, we'll plug that in when we get okay. back. All right. We'll uh, we'll be right back, guys. And we're back. Back in black. I mean, I'm in black. You're in red. Maroon. Maroon. Mouave. What's the difference? Mouave. Uh, before we went to the break, uh, we were talking about our friends uh, Cody and Amber, and Warner. Warner. War- no. Cody Warner. Warner. Yeah. And uh, uh, I got the pleasure to meet 
Cody hang out with him in New York. New York. I can't talk. I still need to take that trip too. Yeah. Go and, visit uh, them. They are uh, an awesome couple. I'll I'll link um, their YouTube channels or something like that in the show notes below. Um, they're they're an awesome couple. Um, we have yet to make a trip. One day we will. You know when uh, it's safe to travel or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, go out and hang out with them or whatnot. So uh, we are talking about nine questions to ask your spouse. Um, are you ready for the last four? Yep. Got four more. All right, let's dive into this. Um, question six on what to ask your spouse. Uh, what is the best part about being together and how does it make you feel? Um, to me, it's because... Oh, Lauren, that's that's a big thing to unload because it's a lot, I feel like, for us mm-hmm. or for me in particular. Um, you're, you're my safe place, my safe harbor. Try not to be too cheesy about no, it. No, because, I mean, for me, it's like <laughs> uh, um, I experiment with everything, like um, filmmaking tattooing i mean the whole nine yards um and it's like uh not even because i I don't want it to come across as just about physical job things but it's like uh it's the um what's the word i'm looking for it's the overall support and no matter what and Mm -hmm. even when it's like i clearly fell hard on my face um, and it's like, um, the no judgment, have your back through thick and thin kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, I want to, um, uh, get to where, um, things that you want to do more, uh, I want us to be financially and, um, like, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to be there emotionally mm-hmm. i'm trying to get the financial and the time to line yeah. up to where whatever you're wanting to do yeah see my you know <laughs> issues is, is figuring out what that is i'm so um i don't know what the word is i think it's part of having adhd like i there's i can't land on just one thing honestly that and that's probably why i enjoyed youtube for so long or or still have my only commitment that i've ever actually stayed committed to (laughs) you and the kids that's true um how does it make me feel um it's like having a cheerleader that um even if you get your butt kicked you know they're gonna you're not going to have a pissed off fan, you know, uh, in the stands yeah. or something like that, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I just think, you know, our childhoods and adolescent years weren't always amazing. And we kind of found each other at the right times to help each other recover from those things. Yeah. And then just, you know, it blossomed into... All of this. Baby making. <laughs> Lots of baby making. <laughs> Three. Three babies. Um, yeah, like we 
just we know each other so well. Like, I mean, it's called my other half for a reason. It's, it's not just to be cute. It's kind of creepy. Like we haven't it really, is. we haven't really done it on the podcast, which <laughs> is amazing. But there'll be so many times when we'll be talking and we'll like finish each, finish each other's sandwiches, uh, sentences, <laughs> or literally say the same thing at the exact at the same exact tam- same time. Time, it, Tam, Tam. I said Tam, time, and it's creepy. Uh, and sometimes we'll try to play it off, but then we'll fill each other. Fill, man. We just both just can't talk. <laughs> We will feel each other staring at each other. Yep. Uh, and sometimes we'll just acknowledge it. Sometimes we'll just try to like not acknowledge it. And, you know, we still have fun. We still chase each other around the house. And I don't know. It's just, it's good. One of these days you'll be able to beat me up. But until then you can't. I don't think so. Probably not. All right, question seven on things to ask your nine things to ask your spouse. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Uh, what makes us a good team? And then the second half of that is what could we do to be an even better team? Hmm. I think we're a good team because we spent good year, many years not being good teammates. And learning to each other, yeah, and learning from that how right. to be better. Yeah, the first, oh man, like four not f- being supportive and not having each yeah, other's back. The backs, first yeah. four or five years, it it seemed like it was just constant um, keeping score. Yeah, um, and that is just not the way. Well, I did this for you, so you should do this for yes. me. Or you said this, and you know, it's just that that doesn't work. Yeah, it is. That is not the way things should work. And I, I think you're right on that. It It's, um, we spent a lot of years doing the wrong thing, um, to where the only things that were genuinely left were the things that were, it was our vows, the right things. Yeah. Yeah. All we, we got to a point where all we had left was our vows and it was either, are we going to hold on to these or are we going to give up and walk away? Yeah. And we just obviously decided not to give up and we decided to put the work in and figure out what we needed to do better at. Yeah, the uh, first couple of years of our marriage were pretty rough and it was a lot of um, scorekeeping. And I feel like a lot of people... Well, and I think too, we were just, we were so young I, and we thought we were so adult at 21 years old. I think everyone does at that age. Oh though. my God, we were so stupid. So stupid. But in... We both had different ideas of marriage, I think. And yeah, I think we did. I, and what our marital roles and stuff. The marriage and, and stuff went fast. We knew each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew we were in love. Um, and we didn't care about anything else. No, and it, and it went fast. And honestly, some of it helped. We had an attitude of, you know, screw everyone else. It helped. But that at the same time, it might have hurt us hurt a little us, bit, yeah. you know. Because if, if we had asked our parents for help. Right. And I think there was even times that our parents were even trying to yeah, give us help. and we wouldn't let And them we help. were just so stubborn that we didn't care. Yeah. We didn't want anybody's help because we were going to make it work ourselves. Right. Yeah, that um, that definitely kicked our kicked our butts in the first parts of the years. I mean, it's, it's even like looking at a business. It's like you spend years and years, you know, figuring out what your clients want or things that, you know, uh, work and... <laughs> I think we did that. We like saw two paths. One that was, can we 
you know, go down the easy one and then occasionally see the hard things hit? Or should we go down the really rugged, jankety-ass road? We went down, like, the gravel road full of potholes. It's not been graveled in years. And then sometimes we'd stop the car, get out, dig a pothole, and then ride over it. Yep. Just because, just because. And then each of us would get out and be like, well, if you dug a pothole, I'm digging a pothole. Be more of a dick. Yep. Uh, it became, the problem is with scorekeeping I figured out is, um, even if you have scorekeeping as in, I've done a lot of good things for them, you know, it creates expectations that are unrealistic and it also creates unhealthy habits because it's like, if you're holding score, then once they do something bad to you, you immediately know you can do something bad to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're almost mentally preparing for how you're going to do it. Uh, and, and and I've kind of figured out too, especially with the scorekeeping, it's never getting even. It's never getting even. It's no, always one-upping. It's always one-upping. And it's always, yeah. it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And probably for a lot of couples and cases, it gets to that point to where you're one-upping until you are divorcing. Yep. Be- or you've gone too far, you yeah. know, to where you can't come back from that. Um, you know, there's a difference from calling your spouse a bad name to then, you know, really going over the top, hitting someone or sleeping with someone or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, it just becomes one upping. Mm-hmm. And that is just not the way it is. Yeah. And I think a lot of parents um, even deal with that too, that maybe get divorced. They use their kids, they use their kids now as bargaining mm-hmm. chips. And then that, it's, it's an unhealthy way to bring them up, you yeah, know. it is. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't think we answered the second part of that question, though. Uh, the second part was, um, what could we do to be even to be an even better team? <sighs> Maybe we should just let that in. Um, I know it's like you can always see cracks. In anything, but it's like trying to find, is it, is it a big crack or is it a little, you know, I'm, I'm like trying to, because obviously we don't have a perfect relationship or anything like that. Uh, but it's like, it's trying to find the ones that need the attention more at the beginning, you know, um, what can we I mean, do? the only thing I can think of is like. We need to be better at keeping each other accountable for, like, our health and stuff. Yeah, that would be good. Because I was going to say, uh, maybe... Because we both really enjoy being lazy. Yeah, maybe a year ago, we... It would have been on the list as... And again, maybe it, it still is, and it's just not as big of uh, an issue, is we used to have a problem where we would um, correct each other in front of the kids about mm-hmm. correcting the kids. And that mm-hmm. was a problem. Uh, we've gotten way better with yeah. that over the years. Um, I'm sure we still slip up every once in a while. Um, but it is, uh, it's just one of those, uh, you're probably right. It, it may not seem important to some people as like, well, being lazy, whatever. I've got serious issues, which again, if you do go get professional counseling, um, but I do think the health is one of those. I think it's a follow through. 
for us on some things. Yeah, we're really bad at that. Because when it comes to like that, certain things, yeah. Because it's like we follow through. I think that's something is finding time, um, almost giving each other time and holding each other accountable for the mental and physical health of ourselves, mm-hmm. like for each other. Yeah. Uh, because it's like, like I was saying earlier, you give me time all the time and know when I have to get work done and it, it is what it is, but we don't ever really hold each other accountable. Uh, not in a bad way, but like, uh, a just as a teammate helping each other mm-hmm. out to where we need to focus on the health and the mental side of things, because it's just, it does take a back seat and then you don't realize until it's now a serious problem. Um, not even so much looking good, just being healthy, being healthy. It's a, it's a big thing. Um, yeah, that would probably be, that'd probably be, probably be the one I think of. I know I can't think of any other ones. All right. Question eight on, uh, nine questions to ask your spouse. Um, when was the time you felt that I listened to you really well? God, don't answer that yet. Uh, what would you like us to discuss, uh, but have been hesitant to bring up? Man, I feel like that's what this podcast is all about is being hesitant or bringing up stuff we were hesitant to bring up. Um, so let's start, let's attack the first part. This is like, uh, definitely way more than nine questions <laughs> yeah like all it, the questions like, are like two parters yeah i i think it's giving you an example as in to like steer you in that kind mm-hmm. of direction so um what was a time you felt that i listened to you really well i'll give you plenty of time to figure that out because i know that's going to be a hard one to figure out um the <laughs> i have two come to mind i'm trying to decide which one i want to talk about just let it rip. Um, I think the one that's most recent probably, which actually isn't really that recent, is when I was upset for a very long time because I never wanted to talk to you about it because it always felt like you were allowed to spend money on yourself and I wasn't. And I never talked to you about it for like years. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. Because I thought it was start a fight. And I didn't want to fight. Definitely because early on in our marriage, if if not still to this day, and I do think it is the number one, maybe not number one, but definitely at the top of the list, marriage problems well, I think is always around that money. That conversation really resolved that issue for us for right. the most part. Um, and you were really calm about it and you didn't react at all the way I expected you to. No, because it, there's always... Uh, a battle in my brain um, of even when I'm buying gear for the freelance stuff is trying to find the balance of um, paying myself and investing into things that will make me money. Uh, Cause it's like, yeah, there's a part of me and I know there's an unhealthy habit uh, percentage probably with any filmmaker, any tech person that likes to buy the new thing. Um, and, and it's always coming out. It's always a trap. It's always a trap. There's always something new coming out, uh, but that's with anything, uh, retail, anything like that. There's, I'm always trying to find 
a healthy balance of I need to buy this. I'm always trying to find, do I actually need to buy this to make me money or can I keep using the stuff that I have for a while? I try, I don't succeed all the time, but I try to normally only buy stuff that is um, when I'm at a crossroads to where it's costing me more money to either rent it or I'm losing money because I don't Mm -hmm. have it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then at the same time, I can see how it would come across that especially with me now having an LLC is it's like I've got thousands of dollars that I need to spend for the business, but I can't have us go on a shopping spree. Yeah, it can't be like, let's buy a new living right. room furniture or a new bed. Which for me, there it's like a, a double emotion because for the business side and the uh, freelance filmmaking side and the entrepreneur side, I'm stoked to get to spend that money on gear that will make my life easier and help bring in more money and set me up for years. Uh, but at the same time, there's also the other side of me that it sucks mm-hmm. because I spend more time in my living room watching TV or hanging out or sitting on the couch. And I would like to spend money on a couch to enjoy or, you know, um, whatever it is you know um and yeah i i I have no problem um i was glad you brought it up when you did because uh i because i didn't ever talk about it and you didn't realize that's how i felt no no because i i thought i because i always try to be as transparent as i can uh on why i'm spending money uh why i i did um it was even like when i had to go buy shoes um, well, and I think the difference too is, I think it's, I don't know if it's a man and woman or if it's just like a mom or dad difference is like, I get like for real, like mom guilt when it comes to spending. I think it might be a, a mom and a woman thing. Um, because like Maybe not for, for you and, and it's not like a dig on you. It's just, it's, it is a different way that our brains work. If there's a video game or something you want, right? it's not a big deal for you to just run up to Walmart and grab it. Whereas for me, I'm like... Well, that's $40. That's $45. What else can that go to? That's like right. three meals for our family. Or, you know, that's a new pair of shoes for Joel to play basketball. Right. You know, and I, and that's my brain's constantly calculating, well, what else could I spend this money on? Right. That would be better value for the rest of the family and not just me. Well, and I think, it, at least for me, uh, and again, maybe it's a guy and girl thing, I I think that's why when guys want something and they buy it or they, they know like they've had those same thoughts, but I think it's like the percentages are flipped to where it's like you're talking yourself out of buying it mm-hmm. where for men or at least for me, um, I'm talking myself into buying it more. It, and it's like, I'll have part of my brain that starts on, I shouldn't spend this money on a video game or, or whatever it is. But then the other part of me is talking myself into that to where it's like, it's the same thing with you, but it's flipped yeah. to where you want to buy it out of the get go, but you talk yourself down from it. And there are many times that I've talked myself down from buying stuff. It's just, you know, uh, it's just that. Well, and, you know. I, and I'm sure me being a stay at home mom, adds into that as well because I don't 
really add to the income coming well, into the house. Yeah, but that and that and that's why it's and like most of the time I don't even think that way. Like it's you know what's yours is mine, what's mine is yours. Um, but there are still times when my brain's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't spend that on yourself because right. you don't earn anything. Right. And, and that's not the case. That's why when we went to the apple orchard, it's like, uh, do I need to spend the money? No. Am I going to spend it? Yeah. Cause who cares? You know, like, I mean yeah. the, you know, hundred bucks or so or whatever it is, it's like, yeah, we may be tight maybe for a week or have to not eat out or, or something like that. But it's like, we're not going to, it's not going to bother us in a couple of weeks or a month from now. And we'll still have the pictures and still have the memories of mm-hmm. going to that, you know? Um, so yeah. See, and I, it, I want to get better at doing stuff like that more often. Like, uh, like we've never gone to the zoo as a family. It's just been like me and the kids and like grandmas. It's never been all yeah. of us. Like that would be fun to do together. Um, more stuff like that. We need to get we need to get better at like outings with the kids as much as we need to get better at outings with ourselves. Right. Yeah, for me, I think the best time that you or at least recently for the listening was because of my ADHD. Uh and it's so much information is going through my brain at once. And I've already normally text multiple close people to me about the same questions, but it's either I want even more reassurance or just, I just want to continue to talk about or talk it through or try to find the solution. Um, or because it is so much money that I'm, I'm talking myself out of spending it or whatever. It's like, uh, the investment that I need to do for the computer or, or whatever it is. And it's like those times when I can tell that you're not on your phone listening, you're like actively listening, trying to figure out, even if it's stuff that is above your head that you don't care about, don't understand so much about the tech side of it, but you're still trying to logically hear it out and understand and see like when I'm trying to explain to you where I'm coming from or whatever the situation is, uh, and you're listening to it, that's normally the time that, uh, which is something we've, we, I think have gotten better, but still it's a constant. We've got to, I think as uh, everyone as a whole has to get better as when, especially, I know we're not going to be perfect, but there's many times when we're talking to each other that we need to just not, or like put the phone down for a little bit, which you Mm -hmm. have gotten phenomenally better at. Like if you're scrolling TikTok or playing a game or whatever, um, sometimes I'll do it just to annoy you where I'll stop talking, wait till you start resuming it. And then I'll start talking to you again, just to see if you will pause it. (laughs) That's awful. But it's just one of those. And I've noticed, I actually, I never noticed it until somebody on TikTok actually brought it up the other day. um, Because I follow a lot of people who have ADHD because I didn't realize until like six months to a year ago that I had ADHD. Hmm. I'm self-diagnosed. Um, but anyways, I it's hard for me to look at somebody and actually hear what they're saying. Right. I almost need to be like not looking at your face, right? So that I can actually concentrate on what you're saying. And I don't I don't remember why that is, but there was a reason they were talking about it and why it's linked to ADHD. But it's a thing. Yeah. And I I do like I listen better most of the time. When there's some sort of noise behind me and when I have other places 
to look at while I'm listening. Am I messing you up by staring at you really intently? No, but haven't you ever noticed that? Like when you're you're talking to me and I'm like my eyes are just scanning the room, yeah, looking at things because it's I I have it's how I concentrate. I think that's why so many couples sit in booths next to each other so they don't sit across from each other. Maybe, but it's like I I even study that way. Like when I'm studying for school or something. I need to hear it, see it, and write it to actually yeah. be able to absorb it. I remember that. Yeah. All right, you ready for our last one? Mm-hmm. All right, last question. Question number nine of nine things to ask your spouse. This is a heavy one. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how am I doing as a husband or a wife? And what one little thing could I do that would move that up a notch? I feel like we're going to be really generous on this. Let's just say we're both sitting at a five, just to be, just just for out of ten. Okay, I think we're better. I, I let's, have, let's would say, say conservatively a seven. All right, let's say we're at a seven because I feel like that's kind of hard to. Um, give each other a, a scale number because like I if i came in at it too conservative if i came I in like eight if i came in at a five and you were like at a nine for me then i'm just gonna feel like a dick yeah this is a bad so question. let's just focus on the second half of it okay what is let's say we're both at a nine okay trying to get to that 10 what is the one thing that could bump us up that notch what is the one thing that could help that we need to improve on i got it go ahead. oh god i'm already worried i'm still over here sitting here I thinking i just want you to be better at buying me presents okay you're so bad at it okay <laughs> okay that's a good one what uh nope not gonna say anything uh <laughs> i ironically i'm not gonna tell you because it's just I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) You would literally have to wait until Christmas if I told you right now. I've literally already ordered you a present. Okay. And you're literally going to have to wait till Christmas. (laughs) Okay. And it's like well over $100. Why are you telling me this? Uh, I just wanted to, just because I can Sorry for everybody's ears. Yeah, just blew people's ears out. Just got really. God bless them. I don't like surprises. I hate waiting on gifts. Which is why I said that. But that's probably why. Well, that's that wouldn't be all you. That's definitely a lifetime of that. (laughs) But uh, I always spend so much time like picking out your gifts and trying to make it really personal. The only reason, and I do that for your parents and everybody else, and I do that for the kids. And so I'm like, I want somebody to put that kind of effort into getting me a gift. The only reason is because I actually ordered it weeks ago. It's actually here in my office. You just aren't going to be able to find it. <laughs> Rude. Don't give me a challenge. I'll, dude, I'm an organizer. I'll find it. Yeah. Uh, I just, I knew exactly when I saw it. I was like, yep. And then I bought it. So... You're welcome. Rude. Yeah. So mean. I was going to say, I can give it to you early, but then you literally won't have anything on Christmas Day for me. Just buy me something else. 
I mean, that not against that. It may not be that much an expensive, expensive one. You know what I'm saying? Um, what could you do that would bump you up a notch? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm also trying not to get in a fight. <laughs> Just be honest. I honestly, I'm, I'm having a hard time to think of like something that constantly bug because I feel like it's a, a well that doesn't constantly bug me it just bugs me around times when I should get a gift well I know but I feel like this is a um, like a almost what bugs you and that you can fix kind of question I feel like it's just worded differently um, hmm. I honestly can't think of one well that makes me feel like a bitch <laughs> Man, we were doing so good. This literally was going to be an episode that was not explicit, and then you just coming at the end. Like, just coming at the end. I was going to be like, this is the first clean one we've had, and then she just drops it right there. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I can't think you of one. You have to pick one. Um, I got it. The waiting until we're completely out of clothes to do laundry. Oh. <laughs> I go. do do that. You, I hate doing I know, laundry I know you hate it. so much. And honestly, much. honestly, if you would ask me to help you with laundry, I would help. You don't ever ask. And or or if you if I cuz I've helped with laundry throughout the years, it's just been a long time and you never ask me and I would gladly help some, not all of it. I would gladly help with some to get the stuff done. Because it's like, there is nothing I hate more than either being out of socks or underwear when I need, like, when I need You them. have gotten better at putting them in the hamper, though. So you almost always have some. They're just normally left in the dryer. Except for last time when the clothes were Well, that wasn't my fault. I didn't know that the five-year-old threw three mildewed towels into the dryer instead of the washer. But again, if the dryer would have been emptied... Well, yes, you're correct. That's all I'm saying. Then the clothes wouldn't have been <laughs> rewashed. So that, that's that's mine. So there you go, guys. Nine questions to ask your spouse. That was uh, Some of them were deeper than I anticipated. That's what she said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, give it for you. Oh, there you go. That's what I was going for. Uh, yeah, nine questions. I think we learned a lot. Sarah's going to be forever asking me every day now until Christmas comes. What did I get her? Probably. You will literally ask me every day. Probably. We're literally going to end this podcast and you're going to take your headphones off and you're going to ask me, what did I get you? Well, no, I'm not. No. You're going to ask me when we go downstairs. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know you. I'm going to start like like talking into your phone after you go to sleep like tell Sarah what you got her which I don't think that works. That doesn't work. Like, you know, have you seen the TikToks of like the like girlfriends like telling like talking to their yeah. boyfriend's phone like what cut ring they want and stuff. I also have a total of 3 bank accounts, so you can't even get into the other two. So you can't even Yeah, look, I'm aware. You can't even look it up to see. That's uh Weird. 
That's how I do. I have two business accounts. This is how we do. Before people think that I'm do, like do, building do, a do. nest egg somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, no, like, no, he wouldn't do that. He would be alive and do that. Anyways. <laughs> God. We we don't do separate money in our marriage. No, we'll dive into that on another episode. That's a money is a whole nother subject on. Uh, that's a that's a long. We we'll have to have some notes for that one. Two becomes one, not one becomes one. I mean, that made my brain hurt. <laughs> not two. Single people still staying single, but sharing the last name. Yes, what she said. All right, guys. Leave us a rating, uh, a review. Rating, reviews, same thing, right? Same thing. Same thing, I think. Uh, Subscribe if you haven't already. Share it. Share it. Uh, Leave us a message on Anchor. If you have not already, download the Anchor app. Leave us a message. We will be getting some messages soon. Yeah, we want to do a Q&A. Fill it up. Want to do that Q&A. Fill that mug up. Um, send us off with some, oh God, that's what she said. (laughs) Send us off with some knowledge. Just off the top of your head. Just give me something, Uh, some knowledge. I don't know. Never leave clothes in the dryer when your son is going to leave wet towels in there. Yeah. And then he, he's just like, uh, I thought that was the washer. That's true. I'm like, but the dry stuff is in there. That's true. Oh. (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. (laughs)